Podcasting from the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex, this is the RX2 Live Podcast. A weekly podcast about the people, technology, products, and services that are positively impacting healthcare in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Hear interviews with special guests and healthcare news from around the world. Around the world. And now, here's your host, master developer for RX2Live, Walt Magura. Hello, Walt Magura here with RX2Live. I just want to say welcome to the RX2Live podcast. For those of you who know the RX2Live, we are focused on positively impacting millions of lives. Our goal is to impact millions of lives. So today, I'm going to talk about business growth from the perspective of planning for success. And so I was thinking about this, you know, I was thinking about my background from, uh, from working in large corporations. And I've had the opportunity to work in billion-dollar companies that have really sophisticated, you know, models and processes and methods for doing business. And I've had the opportunity to work in, in smaller firms. And the thing that's very interesting is it's consistent in terms of how those tools, those models and processes can work inside an organization. So what I want to do is just share with you some of the um, some of the basics. Again, just kind of keeping it simple for how you drive business growth by planning for success. So number one, number one uh, for planning for success. Here's a big surprise. Ready? Build a plan. <laughs> uh, again, you know, if you don't start with a plan, if you don't have a roadmap to where you're going, you're probably not going to get there. And, you know, one of the things that I've always uh, liked to use, and I've got experience where I've used it and it's worked, and I've got experience where I've tried to fly by the seat of my pants and it hasn't worked, is to use, you know, smart uh, goals, right? So they're, they're, um, they're, they're specific, they're measurable, um, they're achievable, they're realistic, they're time-bound, right? You know, the, the smart goal framework is, is an important way for building a plan because if you start out with unrealistic expectations and you don't know how to measure them properly or you don't set up metrics on how to measure them, the reality is you're never going to achieve, you know, what you start out to do. So, so, so use the smart goal process. The second piece of this, and really it's not just, uh, it's, it's really about how you impact not just yourself, but, but an organization, is understand why you do what you do. You know, what is, what, is your, what is your vision and your mission associated with the business that you have? Is it clear? Is it concise? Is, and is it something that, um, you know, people can really, really kind of... Um, you know, glom onto and they, they buy into and it, they, they embrace it and it, they, they, they take it and they internalize it. Uh, because when you have that, that creates uh, like an energy source for how you can work through what I call the grind. So, you know, when you're starting to build the business or you're in the process of building the business, you know, there's a grind process where you just got to grind it day in and day out. And, you know, some of the things you do are not necessarily overly sexy. They're not necessarily really fun. And so you have to have that passion and that commitment to do it. And so that really gets down to why do you do what you do? And, you know, for me and for rx to live we're trying to impact millions of lives, right? That's what we're trying to do. And so that's something you can get excited about doing. So just make sure you have that in your mind as you go and you build the plan. Um, number three, uh, which I think is also uh, equally important, is understand the numbers. What does that mean? Well, that means know what it takes to run your business. What's it cost to make what you do or provide the service that you do? Understand you know, what you need to make, how you need to make it, when you need to make it in terms of how you manage 
uh, the money flow because in the end, the numbers will tell a story. The numbers don't lie. And the numbers, uh, you know, can, can make you happy or they can make you really, really, really sad. So, you know, when you start out, you really want to understand what the economics of the business is that you're, that you're trying to drive and trying to grow and what the levers are, both from a revenue standpoint and a cost standpoint, so that you can work as your plan is being executed because, you know, not all the time will your plan work according to plan. So understanding your lever, levers and being able to adjust them sort of on the fly so that you can you know, maintain a trajectory that is economically viable is critical because if you can't make enough money to, to pay the bills, then you're probably not going to be in, in, in business for very long. Uh, number four is, um, and there's a couple different ways to come at it, but the way I like to think about it is, you know, why do you win? You know, or, you know, why do people buy from you? Like in the end, you know, why are they going to do business with you? Why are you going to beat your competition? Um, you know, and that really boils down to what is your value proposition? Or from the customer's perspective, like I was talking about in the previous uh, podcast, you know, customer, 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 the question of what's in it for me, right? So the customer is saying to himself, what do I get for doing business with you? You've got to be really, really clear on what that is and why, why you will be successful because remember, you know, you're, you're not operating in a vacuum and so you're going to have competition and people are going to try to undermine you or come over the top of you. And you've got to be able to defend it and you've got to be able to, uh, to stand up in the customer's mind that what you offer makes sense and is worth them doing business um, with you. So be very, very clear on the beginning of when you, when you get started of, you know, why do you win and what, you know, what, are, what are the reasons people are buying from you and, you know, that the fact that they'll be sustainable. Uh, number five is, you know, what are your team and people needs? In other words, you know, in the end, unless you're a sole proprietor, then you don't have to worry about it. But if you are building a business that requires that you have people uh, in your business to help that business, and I would assume if you're growing, that's going to be, you know, one of the things that you'll have to deal with is, you know, what are your people needs? And then really what that kind of rolls into is how do you attract and keep the best talent because in the end you know you need good people in order for your business to be successful if you have people that are just taking up space and there's a I've, I've heard this in, in in corporate America and I used to fight this tooth and nail you know bad breath is better than no breath and and I say that because you know you know they're like well look the person's not very productive or very effective and I'm like they're actually costing the business and what I mean by that is if they don't show up on time, if, if you're expecting a certain amount of work output from them and you have to spend all your time making sure it's delivered, then your ability to be effective is hindered and ultimately the, the business suffers. So my point is, you know, when you think about what your people needs are, you're going to need to think in terms of how do you attract and how do you maintain uh, the best talent. A lot of that has to do with, with culture and in the environment that you create. And I'll cover that on a separate topic uh, for another podcast. But just as you go into your planning process, make sure you're thinking about your, your team and people needs. Um, number six is, okay, can you sustain the business over time if change occurs? So when you build a plan, you're making some assumptions. You're making assumptions on your rate of growth, on the type of competition that you have. You may be making uh, assumptions on the number of customers that you get. You know, there could be economic conditions that 
Um, you know, today's environment says that you're not going to necessarily, you know, have to fight so hard for competition. But if the market turns down, the recession hits, what happens? So my point there is from a scenario standpoint, you'll need to have some uh, planning mechanism, which we would call in, in my, my previous days kind of a good, better, best sort of scenario. Right. So, you know, if the business is really robust, hey, we're going to be doing best. If the business is as we plan, it's you know, it, it's good or better. And then if it's not so well, it's good. And that means you're sizing down. You, you've got a plan on, okay, maybe my, my team is 10 people or five people or 100 people or whatever the number is. Um, you know, if I have to make cuts, what does that look like? And you don't want to spend a ton, of, a ton of time thinking about it, but you do need to spend some time. You do, you do need to have an understanding if you needed to make adjustments, what that would look like. And so maybe you do it once or twice a year where you just do a little scenario planning and you put something in a file that says, okay, if I had to make cuts, I could make changes here, here, and here. So that's the idea of, of kind of scenario and, and building a sustainable model that can weather the, not just the, the peaks, but the valleys in the business cycle, because you're going to have both. So if I just do a quick recap and then I'll go to, um, to number seven, um, you start with a plan using SMART goals. That's number one. Um, you get real clear on why you're doing what you're doing, you know, what your mission and your vision is so that you're prepared for the grind, you're prepared for just sort of the kind of scaling the business. You have a really good grasp on the numbers. You understand what it's going to take and what it's going to cost and when you're going to do it, and, you know, and when you're going to do it. Um, you're going to understand why you think you win. You're going to try to test that in, in the best case. You, you know, you understand your value prop and that, you know, why people buy from you. So you answer the question, what's in it for me? You also are very cognizant of what your number five, your people and team needs are so that you have a plan to attract good people and then keep good people. And then number six is this notion of sustainability of your business over time, like change management. What if things go you know, south, for example, or better, best, better yet, what if they get better, right? How do you, how do you scale you know, those types of things? And that just requires you to think about and scenario plan what that would look like and what you'd have to do. And number seven is, you know, as you're kicking off this process, seek input, right? Get, get input on your plan, on these items from other authorities, trusted advisors, and, you know, people that you respect that have, have maybe walked down this path before, that have been successful before. And I would even encourage you to talk to people maybe that haven't been successful because, you know, failure is really a great teacher. I can tell you I've had the opportunity to, to be um, really, really successful, and I've had the opportunity to be um, to fail a couple of times, and and I didn't like it. Um, it was painful, but I can tell you, I learned quite a bit. And so, when you talk to people, you know, be smart about talking to people from different perspectives. It's not all about, hey, this is the the, the guaranteed way for being successful. You want to understand, and when people fail, why did they fail? What happened? What are the learnings? Because that's where you really get the what I call the nuggets from uh, from individuals in terms of how to get things that you can apply to what you're trying to do. So I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for, for joining me on the uh, rx to live uh, podcast today. As you know, just to remind you that, you know, rx to live we're all about positively impacting millions of lives. If you want to connect with me on Facebook, um, you can find me at rx to live dfw or uh, if you want to connect with me on LinkedIn, it's walt.magura at LinkedIn. Um, so just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining me. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the RX2Live podcast. 
RX2 Live Podcast. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address. It's rx2live-dfw.com. Pass it along to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check us out on Facebook and YouTube at RX2 Live DFW. This has been a Walt Magura production. Join us next time, next time. for another edition of the RX2 Live Podcast. <laughs>